Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. got a new world heavyweight championship that's good yeah the design has split opinions that's bad well but there'll be a brand new championship for people to fight over that's good yes but it's being done as a consolation prize that's bad well let's get into it shall we because i am luco in dad i'm joined by the professor dan layton welcome to the wrestle talk podcast review of monday night raw please if this is your first time here press the thumbs up button and the subscribe button as well and get in your ultra chats there are a lot of thoughts oh, yeah. on this belt. We'll be getting into all of them. Mm, color me shocked. Uh, after we've done our main talking point, and you can join that conversation, wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll be reading out all of them above the five US dollar level. And hey, if you're in the mood to click some links, oh. tickets have gone on sale for our Night of Champions watch party, which will be held at the Long Arm Pub and Brewery in Shoreditch, London. We in are Shoreditch. taking over the entire pub which brews beers on site oh, fabulous it is a great place we've yeah. got a really good relationship with them so we're going to be doing night of champions there which is where the belt will be decided that's exactly it yeah. yes and that will be one of a handful of events that so we're hoping to be doing there if you want to have opinions surrounded by other people also having opinions this is the perfect opportunity for it absolutely yeah, yeah. and so we're going to be doing that plus a live quizzle mania mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. beforehand for a select few people so tickets are limited for quizzle mania and for the live show itself so please do click the link that the moderators are posting and attend our watch party for night of champions now let's talk about it this is the biggest thing from the show triple h had an announcement let me get the exact wordings here uh, an announcement will be made by triple h that will rock the foundation of wwe and i have to say i did quite a giggle because i was like are we really stealing Tony Khan's gimmick here? <laughs> yeah, like they announced about. Triple H has announced about five things since WrestleMania. They've announced like they announced like about three hours before Raw started. Yeah. Triple H will be on the show to make a huge announcement, and I'm like, yeah, this is Jeff Jarrett gone to WWE. Yeah. He's gone back to WWE <laughs> to to put this uh, the Tony Khan playbook in. Mm. Uh, it is quite funny that Triple H, you know, there's, people make fun of Tony Khan for his huge announcements. He's got another one coming. Oh, he really? Well, I, we'll hear, they, no, we're going to hear. We're going to hear from Tony Khan. He 
He's not making a huge announcement. We're just going to hear from him. He's calling in to check in. He's going to go, how are you? Hiya. You're all right. (laughs) You're all right. Like when you have to make a call home to your nan. Yeah. Yeah. As you know, and I miss those. And you should. If you have a nan, put your calls into them because they won't be around forever. Mm. My nans. Tony Khan might. Yeah, absolutely. What to call... Tony Khan might be around forever. Oh, I thought you were going to say put a call into my nan. No, Tony Khan has got He he would struggle. (laughs) He'd, he'd have a real tough time, I'll be honest with but you. But, like, I mean, you know, he'd give it a go. It's Tony Khan. Actually, I haven't said that. I don't know how good billionaires are at contacting oh. the dead, but if there are any... If, if there's, there's anyone, anyone who can do it... <laughs> it's Tony. It's TK. It's them billionaires. <laughs> Anywho, so Tony, so Triple H, Tony Khan. Triple H, um, Tony H, had an announcement <laughs> that will rock the foundation of, yeah. of WWE. Mm. I, I did chuckle at that title as well because they said it multiple oh, yeah. times in the show and then had it as a graphic. I'm like, you cannot tell me that Vince is not ruling some of this um, roost. I saw someone on Twitter before the show started saying, um, WWE have been basically, if you, if you haven't, if you don't use Twitter, WWE have been posting um, from their official account a celebration of the championship because it's 60 years since the WWE championship was birthed. Mm-hmm. And so they've been posting a lot of stuff about it, like who's the best, your favorite champion, what's your favorite design, like all of this stuff. And someone said, I think WWE are subtly hinting at there's going to be something to do with the new belt. And I was like, subtle is not a word in the WWE's vocabulary. And we just got that in spades in the show with the various things that KP had to say. Yeah, and they... There was a rumor running rife mm. uh, that it was going to be the announcement of a new belt. WrestleVotes had tweeted at pre-WrestleMania yeah. that the new belt design had been, that had been signed off by Triple H and it was ready to go and they were going to be doing something around that soon. We thought that might be... The first night after Mania. The first night after Mania. Like, Cody wins at Mania mm-hmm. and he gets this belt. It's the new undisputed mm. WWE title or yeah. universal title, whatever you want to call it. But then we heard not a Dickie Bird. Mm. Then Triple H made his announcement of the draft, and in that he said, oh, and the WWE will be shaken to its core by this draft. And then they cack-handedly tried to tie that into this. If, if I was a betting man, mm. which I'm not, I think this was a last-minute decision. Mm-hmm. I think this announcement here was a last-minute decision because they would have announced ahead of time, way ahead of time, that Triple H will be on the show to make an announcement. Right. Something this monumental... I don't think would have been advertised two hours before Raw started. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, it sounded like certain things were changing. Uh, on yes. The go. And also, this show, can we just say, before it even began, was was kind of off the rail. Everything was a bit chaotic. CM Punk showed up backstage. He certainly did. Uh, we got the reports that Vince was changing things remotely. Yep. Like he, he just, Vince has discovered that Triple H has had him muted on Zoom for the past couple of weeks. So he's he's worked it out, plugged his microphone in, and he's like, I want changes, pal. And I wonder if just like, because that news was that Vince had been changing things remotely that made me go, and I was like, oh, I wonder if this was a last minute decision. Mm. And he was just like, I'll tell you what, pal, you go out there and you'll announce a new belt because we're going to do something at Night of Champions. Because that's where the new belt is going to effectively be debuted. And Night of Champions was the cha- the name change a couple of, like a week ago or so, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it was, it was about a week or so. Yeah, because it was meant to be King and Queen of King, the Ring, yeah, yeah, and which, then is, got, which is a mouthful. And then it got changed to Knight of Champions yeah. instead. Um, that really feels like a Vince thing because yep. Triple H loves a tournament, and Vince hates King of the Ring. <laughs> so, but again, I don't know. That's just speculation on yeah. my part. But he came out and he said one of the first things he said was, "I defended the WWE Championship against John Cena at WrestleMania 22." No, you didn't. 
John Cena was the defending champion. I love what you've written here. Not to read your notes, which is quite an invasive thing to do, but you, you've written here, which I don't think is right. I don't think that's right. <laughs> and then you've gone and checked it and gone, no, you're lying. No, you, no you're, you're lying, bastard. You're big fib. You're big fibber. So here is where... Actually, no, I'll, I'll, I'll recap the segment and then we'll get and into it. Before bits. you do, can I just, can I just give a, a, an, a, an overview of, of how this show... So for me, I hadn't read the news. I knew Triple H was making an announcement. I went to bed. I was like, okay, I'm not going to go on Twitter. I'm not going to read any news. I want the announcement. I think it's going to be a new belt. It makes sense timeline-wise. So I want to have that experience of it, experiencing the show. And as it began and as it was starting, I made a note to myself. I wrote, I've decided to draw a line under my whinging. <laughs> right? <laughs> Because I have whinged. Dad, who was, you've not been a whinger. Oh, I've been whinging a couple of weeks about Cody should have won the belt at Mania and, and about logic and about things like that. I didn't have oh, a good time on the road after Mania. I and mean, if you don't want to hear that, then I'd probably leave now. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I said, maybe I've woken up in a good mood today because I really enjoyed this show. So in my decision to not get involved in the whinging, what happened is the rest of the internet wrestling community decided to take up that mantle in my place. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so I have some takes. They are in disagreement with you. And I think the way you're going to characterize the way this, this yes, because I, I think you and I were talking about this before we came on. Yeah. Like the, the, the complaints about this segment, the whinging, if you will, mm. has fallen into two camps. Yeah. One of which is about the execution and one of which is about the design. Yeah. And we'll get there. And so we'll let's get do to the that. segment. He, and, then... and Triple H says, Roman Reigns has been champion for nearly a thousand days. It's unprecedented in WWE. And he's negotiated himself into a deal where he does not have to defend that belt a lot. And whenever he does defend it, he beats the very best that this company has to offer. Absolutely no one can beat Roman Reigns. Because he is that damn good. And I popped. And so because of that, we're just going to crown a new world champion on whatever brand Roman isn't drafted to after Friday. And then he unveils the belt, which is effectively big gold. It's the WCW World Heavyweight Championship design, but with the WWE logo plastered in the middle of it. Uh, I, I know people have had hot takes about the design of the belt. My big hot take on that belt is it does look like it is a title that uh, looks like a, uh, a dilating vagina that is birthing the other WWE Championship. <laughs> You're a father. You shouldn't be saying such things. So he then shows off this new belt and says that the new champion uh, won't demand acknowledgement. They will earn this and uh, they will be crowned at Night of Champions. Right. I already disagree with your characterization of the uh, of the Roman stuff. Okay, well, please uh, let us know your thoughts on this because I think people have kind of my, the news is already out. Yeah, like the, the, my edited review of this is already out. So people right. are kind it of is, yes. a, a lot of people have heard about what I I thought of yeah. this segment. So please, the well, floor is yours. As we said, we split the two into the principle of the belt, the execution of the belt, and the design. I'll do a quick bit on the design already first, if I can, because I think that's the quicker one, which is that. I a lot of people have been saying, oh, there's just they've stuck a big logo on. Tempest tweeted, you couldn't help yourself but put a big logo on it, could you? I personally see it as a branding thing. It is a very smart branding move. The AEW World Championship has a massive AEW logo on the front of it. And a lot of people do say and, and have said in replies to me on Twitter that it's just there to sell toys. Now, the AEW Championship is a beautiful belt. It is a beautiful belt with a giant logo in the middle of it. The UFC Championship has a giant logo in the middle of it. The IWGP World Championship 
looks like a toy. The new one looks like a toy. It doesn't have the New Japan logo on it. It has the letters IWGP, which isn't necessarily a logo. So there's no logo on that one. Does look like a toy. I feel like putting a giant logo in the middle is very smart branding. I've mentioned this before. WWE over the past few years have given out belts to the winners of various major sporting things. Most recently, they gave a championship belt to the winners of the Super Bowl. And what they got in return was a bunch of pictures of the guys who won the Super Bowl holding the WWE title with the Super Bowl trophy, which is, you couldn't ask for that kind of publicity, because what that does is it puts the belt... They asking for it, they give... Well, they, 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 <laughs> yeah, they I know, gave, I know. I, I they gave, gave it to Chelsea, and Chelsea didn't do a lot with it, but um, they have the belt, and it puts the belt literally next to, on par with, the Super Bowl trophy. It says, even if these people didn't watch WWE necessarily, they knew what WWE was, and they thought holding a belt would be cool. So I actually think to piggyback off your point, okay. but I think a more key aspect yeah. to this is that it's not the title. It's the logo that they're exactly. holding. So that's the thing. It's like they are holding the WWE logo yep. next to yep. the Super Bowl trophy. And whether or not these people who, who and that's the won most the Super thing, Bowl yeah. are still WWE fans or not, or they just watched it back in the day when it was in its huge boom period and they know that it's cool, I can hold it like Steve Austin and The Rock or whatever. They're holding the championship belt. They are holding a giant WWE logo. That is unbelievable publicity for WWE. It's the cool the people thing are holding do. the thing. We're still cool. I, I came into the office today and uh, P and Tempest were like, you know, debating about the the, the logo on the belt. Mm -hmm. And I said, that was the most obvious thing yeah. to do is to put your logo on the belt because mm -hmm. you are handing it out to celebrities or sports athletes yeah. like you're talking about to take photos. They post that on Instagram and then people <laughs> who aren't WWE fans will know of them, mm -hmm. see the logo and make the connections. It makes WWE look like a cool thing. Yeah. And Tempest made the argument of like, well, surely the, the you want your sports athletes to like just hold a belt because it looks cool. And I was like, well, that may be one thing, but if that doesn't have the logo on it, then it serves no purpose. If you could hold you, any boxing belt, and I had no idea which boxing well, said, company it, it is. If like, you don't know what WWE mm -hmm. is or what the WWE belt looks like, yeah. if they're just holding anything, but if they're holding something that's giant got a logo. massive giant logo on it, of course you're going to do that. Mm. The belt I, design is actually the one thing of this. I'm, I know I made my, someone called it a grotesque joke, but I think it's not grotesque. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, natural thing that we all do as well. I think the belt design is, I mean, I think it's a fascinating belt design. Oh, Because I, I, I said in my edited review, it is a snapshot of what WWE is at the moment as a company. Right. Because Triple H is clearly, he loves that World Heavyweight Championship he loves design. He, I, I believe Triple H loves heritage and wrestling. That's exactly it. So he wants to have a belt that honors yeah. the heritage of that belt. Mm -hmm. Just he, look at the North American title. But he is not the man in charge. Right. And the people in charge are being like, no, put our logo on it for the reasons that we've just gone through there. So what and you have is, is crucial. a compromise yes. design. Literally, those were the words I was going to say. It's a, it is a compromise between the, the big legacy idea, the, the beautiful belt, and the importance of branding. Yes. Both of these things are present in the belt. I personally, my personal tastes, I love silver and, and gold as a belt. My favorite belt, to put it out there, in all of wrestling, was the IWGP Intercontinental belt, which I thought was a beautiful design on a white strap. I love a white strap. Um, and I think that it, it kind of, in, when I first saw it, I wrote down that as a beautiful belt. I was so pleased to see a bit of silver, a bit of gold. The the In, in looking at it um, in hindsight, in, in a better render, not just the shiny lights with reflections and all that stuff, I was noticing the details on the gold, which I really like. There's a lion right at the bottom there, which I think is well, quite it's, cool. It's the World Heavyweight title. Uh, well, I was looking at the World Heavyweight title upstairs, yeah. and it's different. Yeah, like it's, it's, it, it, it is it is an, an updated it's, it's, version. It's a sh there's a shape in there. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
the, the only bit I don't like is the, is the globe being, this, it's black. You know, I would rather it just be the globe was still a globe, but it was all silver, all gold, WWE logo, world champion in silver and have that level. I think silver and gold is such a beautiful combination, especially for a championship. You want it to look like a prize. I think the compromise of prize plus branding equals what we've got. I quite like it. That's the design. Yeah. I, the I mean, principle and the execution of the belt. Just, just, just lastly on the, yeah. the design aspect, because when we put up our thumbnail for this episode, people thought that we didn't like it. Right. And, and actually, I, I don't hate the design whatsoever. Like, it is a... It, I think it's a fine design. I don't, oh, I, by the way, a, a major upgrade on what we've had for the past eight, eight years. That, I mean, me. that, that I think that is certainly the yeah. case. Uh, this at least feels like a bit like a world title. For me, I will get a better picture of it when I see someone holding it. Mm, that's, when, no, I you're see, right. when I see it around someone's waist yeah. or so, on someone's shoulder, that is when I will get a better feel the size of it, if how you, it um, looks on a wrestler. Because if, if you it, think about them, my favorite picture of the IWGP and the Continental Belt is being held by Koto Bushi when he won them both. And I just look at it and I just go, oh, that's a belt, man. Exactly, yeah, because my I think one of my issues I have with the, say, the intercontinental design is it looks quite small. Mm. And uh, the original AEW Women's Championship was, was, was tiny mm. and it doesn't look like an actual belt. It now looks like a proper yeah. belt that you would want to hold. So I think that's when I'm going to get a much better feel for really how I feel about the design of the belt. But on paper, I think it is a perfectly grand belt that makes sense yeah. both in, in honoring the legacy of Triple H's favorite title design yeah. ever and the branding side of, well, we're going to give it to sports people. Mm -hmm. So we need to have, we the, need to have the, we logo. need to have the big logo. On. Also like, I don't I, like the WWE logo. Anyway. I don't like the WWE logo. I don't like logos on belts. I don't, it's the one thing that's kept me at arm's length from the AEW mm. world title is the fact that it's got the big AEW mm. logo on it, which I, you know, looks like an indie feds logo. Right. For the start. I, I don't mind that. But again, I, I get why they've done it. Same with UFC. I get why mm -hmm. that is there. So that I've got, I've got zero issues with that. So let's bring on to the second side of which is the, yeah. the execution of this segment. And where I want to disagree with, with your characterization of it was that you made it seem like it was saying, well, no one's going to be Roman, so we'll make a new belt. And I have seen that people say it's a consolation prize, and I do understand that argument. What I got from it was that what Triple H was saying was, Roman has done what I would do, and he's negotiated himself a position where he doesn't have to defend the belt. We also have a draft coming up. And I'm not having it be that these people who are going to be drafted to these brands have nothing to fight for. I think the audience deserves to see something to fight for. I think the wrestlers deserve to have something to fight for. We're creating this as well. So Roman will take his belt to whichever brand he's drafted to, and there will be this other huge championship that is worth fighting for that you're going to want to hold on this other one. I actually saw it, and this is this is open to criticism as well. I'm not saying that this is this is perfect, but I actually imagined Roman at home hearing about this and being furious because his insecurities were being called out on national television. He he was being called what he essentially is, which is a bit cowardly as a champion. He's someone who's not willing to defend the belt. You don't you know that you can't defend it, so you're just not going to show up and you're going to wait for these days to tick over. I saw it as Roman almost being called out. Now, arguably, that is, you know, you shouldn't be saying that about your champion. But also, that's the presentation that Roman we've had for this long time. We talked about it a lot in the lead up to Mania. He is only as good as the bloodline around him. Um, so I, I actually found that quite interesting. And it sold the belt. I even with, without, I hadn't looked at Twitter. I hadn't read any of the tweets. I hadn't seen any of the, the takes or anything like that. I wrote, 
sold the belt not as a consolation prize, actually sold it as more important than Roman's, kind of like an equalizer. See, that's where I, I disagree because mm. it... I really felt like he was basically was making the point that everyone has tried to beat Roman, but no one can. Mm. So, we, but we need to have two world titles because he's not around to defend that belt. Ergo, vis-a-vis, -vis, I've made a new world title. Mm. And it, it really did make the belt feel incredibly secondary. And I, and so, and I think part of my, my feelings towards that are the last year of storyline since he's won both belts is who is going to be the person to dethrone Roman Reigns. Ultimately, that now doesn't matter. Yeah. I, because I, there's, yeah. A, there's a different world title to mm. win. I, and part of my, uh, my, my misgivings to this maybe is the, is the word I'm looking for. I can't think of what the exact word I'm after because it's not grievances because that, that would mean that I've, I'm really riled up about it, mm. which, I'm, which I'm, sort of, I'm not really. But the thing that I kind of puts me a little bit at arm's length against this is I have never liked two world titles. We talked about this last week. I like one world championship. Mm. Maybe that's just because that's the era I grew up in was you had one world title that you were all going for. And that's for me is the best thing because if you have two, one is always going to feel secondary to the other. Right. Because I mean, when they had the world heavyweight championship, there was a brief period of time, actually when the belt was first introduced, probably at Mania 21 was the only time both of those belts felt like they were on the same level. Every WrestleMania that came after that, it was just very different. The world title is more important. W Champions down here. Maybe the next one, W Champions is more important than the world. It depends on who has got the belt. Mm. And because Roman is still the guy, the undisputed WWE Universal Championship will still be held up as the number one belt because mm. he's the number one guy going for the thousand day reign. So what's the point of this belt other than at least it's something that people can fight over? Well, I mean, and, and I do see the argument. I think that that's, uh, it's a fair one. I think it's got a lot of logic to it. Where I sit on it is that I actually, I mean, I, I appreciate the separate brands. I appreciate that if you're going to double down on this draft being a draft, keep them separate, the belts are two world championships on the same pay grade like it's it's like US Open and Wimbledon it's like you know because because the, uh, there's a world championship in AEW right so is that lesser than the WWE championship or am i supposed to say no, this no, is the pinnacle prize like this well, is, this I, is I, I think that that i don't think that's the, a, a fair argument to make because it's within the four walls that you're in so in in AEW which is why i'm saying separate the brands so in AEW the AEW world championship is the prize mm. the ring of honor world championship is not on the same level and it right. feels incredibly secondary mm. to what you're doing with the AEW world but then that comes into the presentation and that's why i'm, I'm not ready to rush to the if we if we already group think hive mind it into being the second secondary consolation prize winning belt then it it is that well that but that, and i don't but, feel i don't feel like this it was presented to me like but that. i think that comes down to the execution of this angle in terms of roman is still undefeated yeah, and, like, and, and that's the problem is because roman is still the belt and he hasn't been pinned mm. All of a sudden, that now doesn't feel as important either. Well, it does take because, me back to... Because there's another world title that you can win. So why bother going for this one when you can just win this world title instead? It does take me back to, yes, I agree, Cody should have won the belt, I think, personally. And that's where a lot of this falls down. This is the only way to fix this segment, is if you get in your DeLorean, gun it up to 88 miles an hour, go back to WrestleMania Night 2 and have Cody win the belt. But the problem is you can't. I'm sorry. No, you can't. You can't. We can't. It's done. And I'm. this is why I wrote down I've decided to draw a line under my whinging because I'm bored of it. I'm, <laughs> 
we have to move <laughs> forward. I'm sorry, it didn't go down the way it should have gone down. It's irritating, it's infuriating, but it's done now. So we need to look forward and we need to think of it in this new way. The other thing that I've seen people talking about, I saw Lance Storm be like, so are there three world championships? Is it like, what are the, no. Uh, this uh, he he triple. I watched the segment back, and I've since done excessive research. The championship match at WrestleMania 38 was defined as a unification championship. Thank he you. has since been described as the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion. Thank you. Triple H used the singular every single time he mentioned that belt. Those they are two belts. They represent one championship. Yes. I think one of those belts now needs to go away so that we can have the one belt and the one belt. And I, I believe if the drafts are done, if they are kept separate, uh, draft Cody to the same champ, same uh, uh, brand as Roman if you need to, because it would feel like a consolation prize to give Cody Rhodes that belt. I agree. Because we all agree Cody Rhodes should have won the belt off Roman. So if you give him this belt, it's going to feel second best. Whereas if you... And I saw someone say, give it to Brock Lesnar. It adds complete um, uh, uh, authenticity to the belt. I, I don't even know. If, 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 if I was... A, I'd, put, I'd put the belt on Rollins. It's a great shout. It's a great uh, shout. Uh, Rollins is the guy. And, and actually, actually, and, and actually be Rollins versus Cody and Rollins wins. And I and I actually... Well, that's not a bad idea either. And, yeah, I, and I like the idea. It's adversity. Uh, I, I had a whole list of people, you know, and in fact, half of them were on this show. If you're going to do a whole new brand extension and you're going to give people this new lease of life, why not, not I'm saying put the belt on him, but a tournament who's in contention, let's say Chad Gable's in contention, let's say Big E, if he was healthy and fit to come back, Kingston, or, or Cody, Finn, Rollins, Gunther, like there are so many people who could win this belt. And I got excited at the idea of it. And I like the idea of it if, it, if it's something earned, if it's something won and they fight all the, May 27th is it, it's a whole month away, all this time fighting for this championship, a tournament that comes to a head in, in, in Saudi Arabia, they win the belt, and it's and it's instantly launched as this is the top prize for this brand. It's about how you present it. It's because the Intercontinental title has meant nothing for a really long time. They barely ever defended the thing. Now it's around Gunther's waist, and we've seen banger after banger after banger, put an absolutely intended. It means something, and it's going to mean something massive when someone wins it off Gunther. Then it's how you follow it up. Same with the tag team belts that we've seen with the Usos and Roman. I just feel like I liked the the idea of this belt. I don't mind two separate brands. I don't mind two separate world championships in the execution. And now that we have a two-night WrestleMania, you're not going to have that question of does the, the world title open the show? The, I think the, the the women's championships will probably be in the main event, though. But, but, did, but do you just do you feel that any of those women... Like, the, the Charlotte oh, no, Rhea I'm, match... Yeah, yeah. I mean, was a banger. Like, do you think was. it was lesser than before not being in the main event? No, no, no. But that's, uh, I was actually about to agree with the, the points that you made there. Mm. Because mm. when the Universal title was first unveiled, you know, everyone booed the belt because mm. it was very gaudy and it was red and it yeah. looked very, very silly. Very silly. It, was a, it was a championship. However, <laughs> that is now the top title and there was a period of time where that title meant more than the wwe mm -hmm. championship does to the point where as you mentioned roman reigns as has been the case for the last year and, and a bit has been the undisputed champion he has not been the universal champion and the wwe champion he's been the undisputed champion he may carry two belts but he is a champion of one, one. title yeah. so all these like well maybe sammy can just go after this belt or cody can just go after this belt it's like well no those belts don't exist separately they are just one mm -hmm. title now and they have made, WWE have done a very good job of making the Universal Championship feel like mm -hmm. a big deal. Like when Kevin Owens had it, it didn't feel like it was a big deal. But over time, they have made that belt feel like a much bigger deal. And they can do the same with this new World Heavyweight Championship. And, um, and, and uh, you know, a tournament for that and crowning it at Night of Champions, I think is a great step towards that. And as I said at the start of this podcast, and I said at the, in my edited review... 
this is a good thing. Mm. It is a good thing that we have now got a world title on Raw that people can fight over because that is what Raw has been missing been for lacking. the past year. It's been lacking that. And they haven't pushed the United States Championship enough to whether, you know, how Gunther has had it with the IC belt. It has just been a mid-card belt and has always felt like a mid-card belt. Raw needs this. Mm. Raw desperately needs this. So that I've got no issue with. It was just in the execution of this segment here and the timing of it is where you fall down on it because mm. you are telling this story of the big bad Roman Reigns, the big dog, the tribal chief, who's going to be the person to unseat him. A lot of that's undone now because you've just got a new world title here. Cody Rhodes' journey to get back to that belt feels unnecessary now because, well, he could just win this world title and that kind of satisfies him finishing the story. But it, no, it doesn't because it's not the WWE Championship. Well, I know, but but if you even WWE mind, if you want this to feel like yeah, the world uh, title, then surely Cody should... Because otherwise, then if Cody's not going for that belt as the world title, mm -hmm. then it doesn't feel like a world title. It just feels like a consolation and prize. Like, but this, if Cody yeah. does go for it, it also feels like a consolation prize. This is what I mean about the timing aspect yeah. of this and the timing of the segment and the timing of the announcement and the timing with uh, all these storylines you've got going on. There's no good way to do this other than have Cody winning at WrestleMania. It's the only way this could work. Unfortunately for, for me, when I look at this, this is the least best option they could have had, but it's really the only one they could have gone with at this point because of the choice they made at WrestleMania night too. And I agree with that. So it is, yeah. I think this is a good thing. I think this is something that, that Raw needs, despite the fact I'm, I'm not a big fan of two world titles. I, I agree that I think they, this show needs this one. But I think that this is not the time, the right time to do this. And it's again where I felt like it was just out of nowhere. And it just sort of felt like this was a last minute decision that had no thought behind it in the same way that there was no thought behind unifying the belts in the first place. You know, we were just talking about then about how like there are two belts, but it's one title. I don't think WWE know that. <laughs> I don't think mm. WWE know what the lineage of that belt is. Is that the Universal Titles lineage? Is it the WWE's Championship lineage? I don't think they know because they never decided ahead of time. Mm. Is this a brand new title, or is this a continuation of the old World Heavyweight Championship lineage? I don't think they know the answer to that either. Mm. And if you know, if this is a case of, oh no, Roman can split up those belts, it is two world titles. Well, now we've got three world titles in this company. Yeah. So there's, Which I, just, I don't think they'll do that. I don't think they'll do that either, but it feels like there are so many questions here, and I don't think WWE have the answers to most of those questions because they are effectively making this up as they go along which is such a Vince thing to do and truth. not a Triple H thing to I, do. I, I, and, I, and, and like, we were talking about building belts and, and whatever, Triple H from his literal first show, tried to make the universe, the US title mean something. Yeah. Right. I, I have faith in that person. I'm a Triple H apologist. I know this. Like, I, I, I have, I don't think Triple H is nearly as villainous as everyone tries to claim he is. I would listen to the most recent episode of uh, Rest Talk Extra that will be going up on Patreon tomorrow because I uh, bury that man six feet under the ground for his performance at WrestleMania 2000. Oh, that's and, different. And and his history as world champion within WWE. Right. Well, you know, there was that, that thing around, like, who's the most overrated wrestler in WWE history? And there were some people who caught a lot of flack for saying Triple H, I kind of agree with that. I I don't, but like that's I I accepted a long time ago. That I'm kind of alone <laughs> in this in this, but um I don't know. I, I just think that he gives. A, I think he gives. A Sorry to say a bad word, but I think he really cares. And I think that he is someone who, and especially now that he's in charge of like looking after these kids, that's why he brought back a, a bunch of these people who he felt were let go unfairly. He felt a responsibility to Gallows and Anderson. He felt a responsibility to like uh, to bring these people back. 
and I think he cares and I think he wants it to be a certain thing. Maybe I'm naive in that. Um, the, 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 uh, I, I, I don't know. I think, he, I think his vision was one thing and it does make me feel quite frustrated that, yeah, I think you're right. It does feel a little bit like, you know, uh, going with it because it yeah. does feel like a Vince choice, and I and it and it ultimately, I'm sorry, Cody lost at WrestleMania. It was a mistake, but that's what we are. Well, we, so we that's, the, that's the world that we're in. So we can choose to not like the belt and and decide we can. This is why I mean by group think we can assign it as a consolation prize and less important than, or we can follow. We can let it become well, something. So this you know? the, well, this will be my question for you then, because the reports are that when the draft is over and done with, Roman is on SmackDown, Cody is on Raw. If Cody wins this belt, does that finish the story? Does that then no. does it feel like then Cody has won a consolation prize? Um I I because I think that really then sort of sums up the entire point of this belt, right? Well, I don't know. I think you I, I don't or if even if Rollins wins it because Rollins couldn't beat Roman either. Because you could make an argument that he had to go and build an entire other company to be able to get and he couldn't get it done. That was in fact an argument that they did make. I so then know. is this just the TNT championship? <laughs> Daniel, that is that is that's two. A that's a big talk about, well. that's talk about a top, a, top shelf one. I'm cross. Talk about <laughs> talk about branding the TNT bell. You're not even on the show anymore. You're not even on the network. Um, they are yeah, rampages. No one watches rampage. <laughs> the new show Collision is going to be on TNT. Well, fine, put the TNT bell on that. But they, they talk about branding. They literally named the title after a network. I've never seen so much sucking up in my life. Well, I, actually, well, I mean, they launched that time. We were like, that's a brilliant bit of branding. No, it's because that really is sucking up to your, your corporate sponsors. And they moved them. May as well just call it the Snickers Championship. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So let's get into your ultra chats on this one. A lot of you have got a lot to say. I think this may take up the next half hour of the show. Which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we've already gone half an hour on this. Yeah. Um, so let's get into this. The uh, Mayor of Painsville, Dan kicks off to say, the World Heavyweight Championship is back and I like it. I like the design and I like the return of the brand split. You require more main roster stars and a larger roster. This is not impossible. They just need, need to stick to it. Oh, I will tell you now, like in 10 years time, they'll just merge these belts together anyway. Um, there's an unknown username. Please do let our moderators know in the chats to say, uh, it's seriously one of the ugliest belts I've ever seen. It looks like someone covered a, a plate of scrambled eggs in gold leaf. I do not agree. That sounds like something you do on MasterChef. Yeah, yeah. Have, I, have I ever told you about my hatred of gold leaf? Oh, it's in, pointless. In cooking? Oh, it's fake fancy. You can't do anything. It doesn't, it doesn't have any nutritional value. It doesn't have any taste. I hate it so much. It's pointless, much. yeah. Uh, for me, it is the equivalent of just doing a smear. I hate a smear on a oh, plate. Oh, I quite like a smear on a plate. Oh, I hate a smear on a plate. Just give me the sauce. <laughs> just <laughs> pile over like ketchup. Yeah, it's like you just doing that and then doing a little swoop around Next it. time I cook doesn't, you, I'm doing a ketchup smear. Doesn't make it feel fancy. <laughs> Dark73. Hey, boys. Hope you're doing well. Pretty excited at the idea of a new World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, actually, sorry. Just stop that. Mod Mother, if you can hear me, let's put up a poll. Good or bad? World, new world title. Is this good or bad? And this will uh, we'll send this to Triple H. <laughs> yeah. I think this is, I, I think we need to have uh, your say on this. Yeah. So, so let's have a poll up. We've gone through our stuff. Anyway, sorry, Dark73. Um, I'm pretty excited at the idea of a new World Heavyweight Championship, but I'm worried that if Cody stays on Raw, he will win that title, lose it down the line, and we'll see a repeat of the Roman story come Mania 40. If Cody wins a, the, a world title, then loses it, but challenges Roman for the other world title, that ain't going to mean as much, mm. bud. Because he's already won a world title. Mm. He's, and that's his whole point of coming back. Do you to think win if, a world but title. do you think if Cody had won the AEW championship and then came back and, and challenged for the WWE title, that would have made it feel, it feel less? Well, no, because his whole purpose, like his opening promo when he came back was, I want to win the WWE championship because it's the one belt my father never won. Yeah. I mean, his father never won the AEW world title either, but uh, that didn't <laughs> bother him as much. this one either. <laughs> ben Vlerick. Couldn't agree more. It's lame. WWE want to present defending champion and something fresh and exciting. They had a perfect moment with the right guy at Mania and didn't do it. If you don't want Roman to hold all the titles, then don't make him undisputed champion. Um, WWE tried to have their cake and eat it. It's one or the other. It's just a lame cop-out. SRS said it bad. It's the, well, you ain't beating Roman title. It's a consolation prize, a participation award. Plus, Roman ain't even undisputed champion anymore. Reigns has conquered it all, rules it all. Who will finally be the one to dethrone him? Nah, let's just make another world title. I already cared a lot less after Mania, but now even less. Wrestling isn't scripted. Res well, res wrestling is scripted. It's not like this was the only way. That is a, an, also a very good point. Is that it's a fake show? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, a fake show. It's a scripted show. You, you could do you literally you do whatever you want, yeah, and you can find a way. I mean, I mean, some narratives are better than others, uh, but you can do whatever you want. And I think uh, the point that was being made there about um, uh, Roman isn't even undisputed champion anymore. Yes, I would like to double down on that one if you if you by this point he is no longer the undisputed champion because there is another world champion and if you want to put that 
title on the same like you can't call it undisputed mm -hmm. it's not because now you're disputed but uh, kevin said luke you asked if they if uh, wb had three world titles in your five minute review it's impossible because you made a very clear point that there is only one world title they unified you even yelled that at me i do agree that this leaves more questions than answers well that's the point i was making kevin this does raise just more questions than mm -hmm. it does answers and that's why I, my point was more i don't think wwe know that case in point when one of the pitches they had to split the world titles was at Clash of the Castle. Austin Theory was going to cash in, mm. and that would have made it a triple threat, but only for the WWE Championship, and Drew would have won that. Did, was that an internal pitch, or was that that was an internal pitch? Right, apparently, but like uh, uh, reportedly, I when you when you're in the writers' room, you say a lot of stuff. Give me yeah. your worst best, best but, worst idea. But that's what I mean as well. Like WWE, actually, like Ben said want their cake and eat it. Yeah. He is an undisputed champion, but also, well, let's have some pictures for how we can split those belts because mm. they don't know. And I still think they don't know. Chris, uh, my thoughts on the new championship. One, belt is ugly. It looks like someone just uh, stuck some side plates on the old world title. Two, it's a runner-up championship for not beating Roman, and Roman is no longer an undisputed champion now. That's a good point, actually. He can't be an undisputed champion. There's another belt. Um, That's what I just said. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Uh, three, uh, Chris says, well, I, I think Chris is right. Um, Chris, uh, any superstar brand uh, with that show will now be the B show uh, of the two for whatever happens. The WWE Championship now is the universal title, was the old world title. Um, here's a better idea. Have Cody win so he shows up with both brands as one fighting champion. Lastly, I've got a challenge for you and your team. You have W2K23. Let's see who can create a better looking championship than the one WWE has uh, in creating a championship. Uh, no Alexa this week, so automatic zero stars. Uh, let's show... Uh, show let's your zero star show let's see your titles i did there was a little part of me that did think it, it looked a little bit like a create your um it, coco chanel one of the things i was going to say before i got a proper look at the belt was coco chanel always said take off the last thing you put on before you leave the house you always ever accessorize and there was a little part of me that was like maybe get rid of that globe <laughs> and i do now think it's not so much get rid of the globe keep the globe gold don't put the black on there you know that's the difference uh your local metalhead hey guys i like that they brought back the world heavyweight title because i was um, i have massive nostalgia for it i don't know if it is the best they could do right now because cody should have won but i'm willing to see if they do keep the world heavyweight championship lineage we've got I, to move on i don't think they are i think this is a brand let new the belt. past die kill it if you have to i just <laughs> uh power pack is 90s been a member for 20 months in a row says really good one that was a good yeah. one wasn't it uh, said others have said it best WWE World Heavyweight Silver Medal he spent more time talking about how cool Roman is than the belt so I agree I with I disagree that one. well I agree on that <laughs> however Seth Rollins man oh yeah Seth's promo yeah. did so much more for that belt than Triple H ever and could and that's how it, when we talk about the execution that's how it's about how it comes down to how do you present us with this belt i don't want us to say this belt is rubbish and then we are presented with it being a fire belt but we've already decided it's rubbish so we don't accept that let it play out well no, but then like, <laughs> but then but like that's again the point is that like i thought the triple h segment oh, i'm just more than everything I'm, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in my uh chubby era oh you look great thanks so much the, the, the triple h segment i think did that belt no service the seth rollins segment i actually thought did so much more for the belt than, I than, than, again, than the i really triple thought h. it did and actually and, uh, this is how good the seth rollins segment was he made the Amos match feel like it's a big I deal wrote that down to, we'll get into we'll it get yeah into that. Uh, an unknown username please do let our moderators know it said i know we all wish cody could have won at media and spit the titles out be given the fact that they decided to have roman retain it is way better for them to introduce a new title than have roman as the only top guy who only works part-time i i disagree on that i think you could have done this you could have still saved this 
after you'd beaten Roman. I think it's just me on the other side of the coin seeing it not so much as, as a consolation prize to Roman as it is seeing Roman as like, well, if you're going to sod off and not defend it, well, your belts don't really matter anymore. It, it, I think but the, I see but it as that's just a, a damning... Uh, but, but, I agree, okay, I okay so would I you, Roman just keep the belts forever then? What's the point of anyone trying to beat him? <laughs> Like, well, if, well, that, if that's the argument you're making yeah, yeah. no no it's yeah it's yeah yeah uh, accepted accepted yeah i agree gingy stand 420 as someone who grew up in the era of big goldie and the spinner belt aka the best design ever come on now. i mean yeah i don't agree there either uh, i like this design uh, i'd like to think they would merge the other two and give roman a new design as well as always much love hey they might still do i know? would like that i would like a new design on that one as well just a completely new era yeah. yeah give him one belt rather than yes. carrying two dwell title two two titles and confusing the you've matter. made your decision stick to it absolutely an unknown username please do let our moderators know says uh, i don't mind the belt design but it's such a cop-out way of letting roman keep his belt and when cody inevitably wins this one it does make him look weak because because he couldn't get Roman, but he did get a world title by going through the back door. Does it make you weak to look like you've won a belt? Well, I know the I know the point. I just finish the story. Weak. Well, he's not finished the story yet. He's won another world title along the way. That, but that just feel, that's why it does feel like a consolation prize because it's like, well, you couldn't win this world title, but oh, have a try at this one instead. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you could. Mm, you could make the whole point that AEW was a consolation company. You couldn't, you couldn't get it done. <laughs> no, if, if you're going to hugely that, unfair. I don't agree with it, but if, you, if you're like, oh, you couldn't get it done, so you had to leave and make your own company so that you well, could play at being the EVP. I mean, I mean, WWE would believe that, yeah. Well, this is what I'm saying. So, Mike Huey's, I don't believe that. I like AEW. Don't come for me. Mike Huey. Uh, and I was just saying to all my friends the other day, you know what neither major American wrestling promotion has of too many already? <laughs> Title belts. <laughs> Dun I, th I think this still makes WWE on roughly a third of what AEW has. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Dunk the Lunk. I like the new design. It's similar to AEW FC boxing. The logo is plain to see. I do wish the background was also gold, but nothing to complain about. I wonder now if a winged all round eagle upgrade will be made for the Universal title once Roman loses. I think we need to let go of the idea that the winged eagle belt is ever coming back. Me too. Joseph Ray's been a member for 21 months in a row. Said, so close yet so far. Well, I don't necessarily hate the new belt. I hate what it stands for the none of you are good enough for the title is how it feels uh, i'll just quickly hot tag across to you uh, i've quickly so this is matt mormon says i've quickly come around to the new belt it's a modern take on a classic seth's promo was also perfect in laying out why he needs to be the first champion if it's someone roman's beaten already that makes it feel even more like a consolation prize i think that's i very agree uh, Charles Berg says, don't gloss over the fact that Triple H said he defended the title at Mania 22. He did not. I think it looks fine. However, it's nothing more than a participation trophy. My solution, defend the title in other promotions, make it a real world title. Well, that's, jam, gonna, that jam. that's not going to happen. Um, I, instead, I think they should come in rather than you going elsewhere. But again, I mean, I've been, Nick Alder's come in for, for a quick run, have someone come in, whatever. But they're not going to do it. Uh, 35 Antonio. I agree Cody should have won, but some arguments about the World Heavyweight Championship are nonsense. The second belt would have been viewed as a consolation prize regardless. If Cody won the belt at WrestleMania and split them, the argument would have been whoever wins the second belt would be playing second fiddle well, to the I, champ. I, okay, 35 Antonio. I don't want to dog on your point there because I actually agree with it, but that's the problem with two world titles in the first place. That's always going to be the problem with two world titles. On paper, it makes sense, but one of them is always going to feel lesser than the other. I stick to the brand split and I think, fine, Andrew, but you hit! <laughs> that is 100% Seth's belt. Then Gable, just my fantasy, mine too. Um, I think this belt will be built up so quick if Seth is dominant in that title scene. Also, Bad Bunny is the man. Southern California girlfriends have never been more interested in wrestling, lol. I 
have a lot of thoughts about Bad Bunny. I really was hyped for that segment later on. And I will say, speaking of Seth being dominant, we are in the era of a lot long title reigns. I think that's something that Triple H likes a lot. And I, I would be surprised if this became a hot, if it became a hot potato. Just to rack up some, to some which we saw with with Universal and we saw uh, with others, the undisputed championship. Like yeah. when they when Triple H when they first had it, Hogan, like Hogan Undertaker. Undertaker, there was like we we need to rack up some yeah. people on this no, list. You don't. Just just you know, I mean, continue the continue the the, you don't. Um, many Omaria has been a member for one month. Roman Reigns should win the new belt purely <laughs> so he can witness Pete's reaction. You leave Pete alone. He's been through enough. Pete was right. He's not- <laughs> He was. Uh, Jake WCW says, like a lot of people, I felt this was a consolation bell. I hope that I'm wrong, but my first thought when they introduced the WHC was that this was a way for Cody to finish the story while having Roman continue to hold the UWU title in de- the UWU title. Yeah, that's what we've always called it, the UWU title. <laughs> Indefinitely. Uh, 35 Antonio is back saying, guy that main evented, uh, guy that main evented WrestleMania and dethroned Roman. In that aspect, it was such a lose-lose situation. Oh, hang on. that's Because it's continued on from his previous right. one. What was it? Um, second fiddle. The guy that main evented WrestleMania and dethroned Roman. In that aspect, it was a lose-lose situation. Number two, uh, Roman is a single championship, and it always has been presented as such. And my guess is Cody is going to retire the universal portion of the belt after he wins it. I uh, Until, as you say, they decide what they're doing, everything's yeah. on the table. Uh, Daniel Argument, which is what my mum calls me. <laughs> Daniel Argument has been a member for three months. It's nice to have a belt that's not identical in shape and design to the WWE Championship, even if it's far from perfect, Raw desperately needs it. That, I agree. I, I completely yeah. agree with that, yeah. Because it makes it feel distinct and different. It makes Nothing made the Universal title feel more like a, oh, and also this is here, than it just being that but red. Same with the women's titles. Yeah, that, that but blue. I mean, it was the three count. Blue! Every single time you said but blue, I was like, no. Uh, Aoife Cassidy says, I thought the complaint about the modern belt was that they were just logos. I don't really like big logos on belts, but that doesn't automatically mean the belt is bad. While I would rather have it without the logo, I still like this design. That I agree with. Uh, yeah, we, we are in an era where branding is more important than actual design. So yeah, but I don't, but I, I don't believe you can't have both. And I think that's what this belt represents. Matt Hennessy. I feel like Hunter is trying to clean up Vince's mess. If I were booking, I would do things differently. Make it clear before the draft that both the world title and tag titles will be split. Meaning Reigns will have to defend the WWE and universal titles separately. That's one way of doing it. But mm-hmm. how do you make him lose one of them without it feeling like he's going to lose the other? That's again, when you put both belts on someone and they are two separate belts, what do you do with that? This is again, like last year's WrestleMania was just, we need to have a big match, pal. Both belts are on the line. What do you do after that? Pff, we'll figure that out when we get there. And they have just been figuring it out ever since. But at least Vince knows what he's doing. Um, Sakari Jenkins. What's up, guys? Been a while. I got my dream job as a teacher. Hey. Congratulations. The belt's not that bad, and I'm curious to see where it goes. Dan, nice to finally tell you that you're awesome. Thanks very much. And Luke, finally listen to some Slayer, and it's awesome. You are so welcome. I am, of course, the uh, first person to tell people that they should go and listen to Slayer. It's not like they've been the biggest thrash metal band since the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> I only think of you when I think of Slayer, I'll be honest. And I don't think of Slayer that often. Arusa <laughs> is a member for 20 months. It's 10 Rosa, but unfortunately, oh. no, there's, a, there's a number missed off there. 10 Rosa. Uh, don't know how I feel about corporate Dan. <laughs> Talking about branding, but you join Foley and Rock, I guess. I am the corporate champion. <laughs> I've always said this. I'm a capitalist dream. I have about 12 different... Star- I'm a Starbucks gold member. <laughs> like, I, one of my favorite... I love Coca- Coca-Cola as a company. Why like, don't you subscribe to Twitter Blue, then? Because <laughs> <laughs> even I have my limits. 
Um, it should only be one title, and the Intercontinental and the US title need more. I assume you need like more uh, drive. I, I agree with that. Craig, that's the most damning good Twitter I've ever heard. <laughs> it's Cap- not- capitalist dreams. It's not wrong, though. <laughs> like, it, you are right. Uh, Juan Perez has been a member for 19 months, and he simply says... Well, that belt sucks. Um, Matt Hennessy. Uh, also, Zayn and Owens will defend the tag title separately. By doing this, Roman has to defend both belts individually. So you have him lose a WWE title in a triple threat without being pinned to Cody Rhodes. Then next year... Oh, sorry, you go. The next year at WrestleMania 40, have Roman lose the Universal Championship to Jey Uso or Sami Zayn. I like the new belts. And the issue with Raw last year was because they did not have a world title with Seth, Bobby, AJ, Finn. KO had to go for the US title. Well, I mean, you could have just made the US title feel like a, a big deal. Um, right. But, and, and they, you know, for I think the first few weeks, first few months, maybe they did try. Um, yeah, like I, I get the idea of like, oh, you're still in a triple threat match and you don't have to pin Roman. It's like, well, then that doesn't really mean much either because surely it's beating roman mm. is the is the goal here because mm. it's just a, a fake belt it's just a prop mm. surely beating roman Reigns should be the actual prize that you win mm. as well as the belt on top of that but we've just spent like the last year or so just trying to book ourselves in circles about well how can we just win one of the world titles off him without pinning him because we don't want to pin roman reigns like well no we should want to pin roman reigns we should want to beat the champion yeah uh, I'll, I'll hot tag Please. back. Uh, Kate here says, maybe Seth wins the belt, challenges Roman to a non-title match, and Seth wins, thereby making the world title significant because the holder won. I mean, you could have your Survivor Series champion versus champion clash. Yeah. Uh, Zachary Jenkins says, guys, I was thinking about uh, Finn Bill, uh, Finn, Sorry, I was thinking, build Finn up and put the belt on him. He finally gets to have that world title run that was taken away from him. And Judgment Day would feel like a big group, um, another big group like the Bloodline does. He's on my list of people. Joshua Lopez, they opened Pandora's box with the belt choice. Now many booking decisions can be made and can equal many awful choices that won't make sense and go back to square one. Example, have Brock be the new champ? God, no. But it's a possibility. So many questions. The Guilty Hat says, well, I don't mind two belts, and I felt that they did their best giving a what's only an explanation. I can't get past that the only reason we got this belt is because they wrote themselves into a corner. Just hope Vince doesn't decide to give this one to Roman too. Jake WCW from Triple H's promo, you still have a brand without a defending champion. So will they have to introduce another world title to have a defending champion while Roman defends while he... Uh, when he feels like I thought the IC and US uh, could be an exclusive with one world champion that's not true you you have the point of Triple H's promo was Roman will be drafted and ex- ex- defended exclusively on that brand the new brand will have the world championship uh, but I think the point that uh, that Jake is making there is that he's not around to defend that belt which was the other point of his promo what Roman's not around to yeah. defend the belt well that yeah, so that's why it so that that means that brand also doesn't have a world title that's been regularly defended, which is, again is the whole point of it. the fans need to have regular world title defenses. Bone saw is why I said it was a bad execution. Bone saw buck eight two three. Good day, lads. I wonder if Luke would have felt differently about Triple H's announcement if he announced that Fox had paid Roman to be exclusive on SmackDown, similar to Brock's first title run, thus needing a new title on Raw. Just a random thought. Hey, do you know what? Bone? Like that's a bit of it's at least a story. Explanation. I, I, it kind of ties into the whole idea of like the. I, I did like. Do you remember the robot when they did the draft and and oh, Fox yeah. had a robot in the yeah, room? Yeah. I did like the idea of the network being the ones who wanted certain people. I like the idea of it, of there being that kind of logic and the transfer deadline day that I talked about last week. I That's great. That's a big kind of that. Fox Yinan has been a member for three months in a row. Says, guys, the new belt is a way for WWE to get to Brock versus Roman 10 for all of the belts part two. Roman does have a spare hand for another belt. Matt Hennessy says, I like having two world titles. It gives more opportunity to others. And then guys who could have been going for the raw US title picture last year, like Ford, Ali, Gable, Champa, Gargano, Reed and Priest. Uh, those are five names there that will not be going for that belt anytime soon. Not Ali. Um, and then it can be, that could be the mid-card, uh, mid-card picture that they could not be in last 
last year. We have an unknown username here. Let our moderators know who said, uh, I'd like to suggest Sheamus or Jey Uso for the Neo World Heavyweight Championship. The new World Heavyweight Championships, another title Sheamus hasn't won and gives him something while Gunther beats Honky's record. Jey and Solo winning a world title gives a pecking order question in the bloodline without Roman losing. I like the Jey more one than Sheamus because that just feels like, ah, let's just give Sheamus this so he's got something else mm. to do. Daniel Argument says, let me talk to you. If you want to bring value to your new world title, you have to put it on uh, the Megastar. You put it on LA Knight. Yeah. Ten Ruzza says, there should be one world, one women's, one tag, one women's tag, US IC. Both SmackDown and Raw sh- uh, would be big with the champs going on both. If Cody won, this is BS and it wouldn't be happening. Grow a pair, WWE. Be creative, you bunch of Cs. It's not that hard. FFS. I do sometimes come back to you, booking wrestling isn't that hard. And yet they really try and make it more complicated themselves. Yeah, it shouldn't be as hard as it feels. Christ, we've still got quite a few to go here. People everyone. have lots to say. People have lots to say, and I like it. Van Thomas said, the new title makes it feel like the story to beat Roman is finished. Well, yeah, kind of. Uh, yep. Uh, Sean has been a member for 23 months in a row said so disappointed that this reveal of a new world heavyweight championship at this time it's so bland looking and whoever wins it is going to be second class to Roman the Buster Groove that is a reference to a PS1 game that I absolutely love says hey guys you'd actually love it I I would Um, said hey guys I'm a fan of a second top championship it's more people chance to shine I believe that without two for example Kofi wouldn't have been champ Luke you should never run away from the brand splits love you guys stay groovy well it did wonders for Kofi didn't it being wwe champion he had such an an excellent run with that belt that has made him feel like a top star oh no wait i'm being sarcastic (laughs) spencer james tomlinson says cody beat reigns at SummerSlam, introduces new wwe championship new belt one design universe championship is retired and its lineage post wrestlemania 38 is merged into the wwe championship seth world heavyweight champion on raw cody wwe champion on smackdown bosh uh unknown username please do let our moderators know said the new champion is being crowded in saudi and moss has his name written all over it i mean Vince is back in creative. Yikes. Amy Verdehayen said, I really like the belt. I do think Seth Rollins is the best option to be the first champion. His promo sold me on that one and is the only one that Roman couldn't beat. Please do let our moderators know who this username is. I'd like to push back on the idea that two world titles means that one is bigger than the other. The Undisputed as the cool world title and Neo World Heavyweight Championship as the workers world belt. They have different angles. It all comes down to how you're presenting the shows it all comes down to the execution how you present the different shows keep the brand split separate it, because i do like i do like the idea of having i mean smackdown was the land of opportunity and like you know oh yeah oh those heady days one i remember, um, do you remember the ranking system they did for like three weeks they really gave it a go AW i was stealing an idea i was the um, only person that defended that thing i remember they announced it and i was like this is brilliant yeah i think the storylines you can do from this thing. well no i agree and, and three weeks later. Like, uh, this is but i mean uh, there was something um uh adam adam did a, a booking idea for how you do the full the full roar and, and you uh separate uh, my memory of it is just as a bit as i was talking about it it's a really good idea it was adam fantasy booking of course it was but um suck up uh, look i yeah all right i stand okay <laughs> he might be my evil twin but i think he's got some good ideas that's my, hot, my hottest take of the day um but like uh, yeah keeping them separate presenting them separately having one of them be like a legend show one of them be like a, a, an opportunity like the legacy blah 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 all right. 
Uh, and our last one here for now comes in from Wilmer, who says, further proof that WWE is booking by the seat of their pants. The WWE website still lists the WWE title and Universal titles as separate titles. The only reason I can think of this is to give 1,000 days, uh, and they just can't do that with just the WWE title. Uh, and lastly, from Peter Mullins, it's like Trips asked ChatGPT to draw a title and he signed off without looking at it. What a mess of a belt and company. Goodness me. Damning. Well, uh, yeah, let's get. Let's go. I mean, I'll be honest. It's not going to take as long to no, get through really the rest of yeah. this because I, did, I liked the show though. I thought, I thought the wrestling up and down the card were dead good. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, uh, Cody opened the show to a massive ovation. Mm -hmm. um, this was a promo that was again feel like that sort of spinning wheels of like, well, Brock ain't here, but I'm just going to cut the same promo on Brock that I usually do. Only this week, he spiced things up by doing a sexy strip tease. Can I tell you? I think I'm thirsty at the moment because I, I thought it was quite sexy. I really but liked it. Cody was playing that. Oh, up. when he like undid his like his top, he was like, "Hello." He also went it's taking a little bit longer than I thought, which I thought was quite funny. He was like, "This is a cool moment," and then he realised actually this is taking a while. And he yeah. thought, and I thought that was very funny. And then I did, again, I, maybe it was just because I hadn't had a full coffee yet. I was still a bit whatever. I've, I've not seen my girlfriend in a while, but I was like, "Take it off, Cody! <laughs> Rip it like I was on a hen night at Magic Mike." Like, I was really having a great time. It was a bit, it was a bit sexy. He, I mean, I made a joke. I thought he's trying to start his own OnlyFans account. Yeah, and he's got a great tan for it. As well. It was hot. I don't yeah. know what it was. <laughs> Probably should have won the world title. Um, <laughs> but he was there to show off the, the scar from his broken tit uh, from Hell in a Cell. Um, and he didn't do that alone. He did it with us fans. Finn Balor came out. Yeah. And said, you know, Cody, you were screwed at WrestleMania, but you wouldn't have been screwed if you had the Judgment Day on your side. So mm. I'm offering you a place in Judgment Day. And Cody, because he's the best baby face on the planet, was like, I really appreciate that offer, <laughs> but I'm going to decline at this point. Cody said, I hear you and you're valid. <laughs> <laughs> but no. He didn't say, no, because you're a silly group for losers. No, it was just like, no, it's, I mean, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate the offer, but I'm, I'm all right for the moment. Thanks. Yeah. And then um, the Cody respectfully declined. And then Finn was like, hey, do you know what? Maybe down the line, you and I will have a match. Mm. And he was about to leave and Cody was like, oh, you must have thought that I wasn't medically cleared. Because Adam Pearce made a whole deal out of it last week. Turns out I actually am. And Finn literally goes, oh, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Once again, I can't take Cody Rhodes' medical clearance. Seriously, certainly not in that arena. So uh, that was made for later on. And I was excited about it. Yeah, me too. A battle of the former Bullet Club leaders. There you go. Bloodline took on the Latino World Order, who have their, ho their own entrance and their own music. Huge pop from Dan Layton. Cannot buy a win. <laughs> uh, looks good doing it. Well, yeah, okay, Dan, but this is a group that has been put together to sell merchandise. And you know what they've not done? Win a match yeah. since they became the LWO. I know. I went and double checked. The last time a member of the LWO won on TV was January 6th. Woof. Which is when Santos Escobar pinned Kofi Kingston. And at that point, they were Legado del yeah, Fantasma. So yeah. that means they have not been able to string together anything apart from sell a few t-shirts. I agree, I agree. And I will say that we uh, there were a few people who were talking about it last week with the idea of it, it's a Mexican stable, the Mexican logos. Mm. And, and I think that's very accurate. I have seen the Puerto Rican uh, version of the, the, of the, the shirt and it's still really cool also. Puerto Rico and Latino is a thing that doesn't mean Mexican. It's that's that's why we're saying it's been put out there to sell T-shirts. It's a Latino world order that has the Puerto Rican flag on there, 
it's going to sell. Yeah. So I'm just trying to say there that Cody was never Bullet Club leader. You tell him that. Um, <laughs> cool finish to this. Uh, Cruz yeah. El Toro went to like a coast to coast dropkick thing and solo spiked, spiked, out, of the spiked air. out of midair. It was Loved rad. It. And then the Usos hit the 3D for the win. Yep. And then cut a promo afterwards saying that they are going for the tag titles this Friday and they are not going to let Roman down this time. Speaking of a bit sexy... Kathy Kelly interviewed Bianca Belair <laughs> um, and they talk about the match she's got with Io Sky at Backlash. That was very good. Dan. Thirsty aff at the moment. <laughs> I can't even tell you from all angles. Um, Damage Cutrell walked in and challenged her to a six-woman tag for later on. And I was like, oh my God, it's, I'm back in October. I've time-traveled. I've, time, I've, I've, I've worked it out. Yeah. It's like that Donnie Darko moment well, where he's I just laughing. I think win. <laughs> <laughs> but what was interesting is that they didn't challenge. EO challenged for a match tonight. And then uh, Bailey was like, Yeah. We're going to do a three-way. What, what if we do a six-woman six woman tag? And EO looked cross. Yeah. Dissension. Um, Sammy, Zane had a chat with Jey Uso. You'll never guess what he had a chat with him about. Uh, it was about him not wanting to win for, he should be wanting to win for himself, not for Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going to happen when you lose again? And Jay's like, why do you keep bringing this up? And I was like, great question. And Sam was like, well, I feel bad. Mm-hmm. Sure, that was nice. And Jay was like, well, don't. You made your choice. I've made mine. Yeah. Uh, this segment comes back about five times during the show. Yeah, so I'll I save know. my take until the end. So Fair I've enough. Seen it all. Got a recap of Trish's heel promo from last week. And then I really, really liked this segment that yeah. she had here. With Kathy. With Kathy again. Lovely. So Kathy interviewed Trish Stratus who said that Becky is at home because she suffered from ca- the pressure of trying to carry an entire women's division. But, you and know, being got, a mum. And being a mum. But, you know, like, I mean, I had the same pressures. You know, I was a world champion, but, you know, I'm also a, a mum and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a performing superstar, but I'm thriving. Mm. So actually what I've done for Trish is I've done her a favour because she can now just sit at home and just let that pressure ease off mm. her. I like to think that if she does come back, she'll say, thank you, Trish. Trish Stratus is really good. Oh, loved this. Trish Stratus is really good. This was great. I love this character for Trish. Mm. I think it's dead good. We were supposed to have Candice LeRae versus Piper Niven. Yeah. But this got changed uh, in Vince's uh, remote changes to the Street Profits versus the Hurt Business. Well, yeah, they didn't say that. No, of Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Um, You can tell this wasn't going to go long. They immediately did the hot tag. And then the Profits won. I like a one-segment match. Yeah. And again. The idea of this, and actually this is a good idea on paper, particularly because you've got the draft coming up this Friday, is, hey, this could be the last time the Street Mm -hmm. Profits ever tag together. This was where I wrote down my line about subtlety. (laughs) uh, Because KP and Corey really hammered that point home, didn't they? I feel like the Sweet Profits might be being split up in the draft, you know? What I also really liked was they were like, this might be the last time we see uh, Cedric and and Shelton tied together. I was like, we haven't seen it in a long time. (laughs) So... Uh, we got a recap of Damien Priest taking out Bad Bunny, and then Kathy interviewed Priest and Dominic Mysterio, who is looking forward to seeing Bad Bunny later. Mm-hmm. Damage Control made their entrance. Then we got a promo for SmackDown in between ad breaks, and the Bloodline were then backstage. Uh, the thing that bothered me about that the most was that it messed up the order of my notes. Oh, me too. I was so yeah. cross. So yeah, there was no need for that. And we had the Bloodline. Oh, I lost my notes. Bloodline were backstage with staged. Horribly weird. Yeah, well, it's not as bad as the segment that comes up later with Rick Boogs and Elias. Oh, yeah. And, but anyway, they're sat on sofas. It's almost like it's been shot by the WrestleTalk crew. <laughs> it's just, we just got our one static camera. And uh, it was the Usos on the sofa with Solo behind them. And Jimmy's like, hey, 
we're going to win this Friday. And Jay's like, well, you know, I wonder what will happen if we don't win. He was like, what would make you think that? And so Jay's like, well, I was speaking with Sammy. And Jimmy goes, oh, you were talking with Sammy. Why do you keep doing that? Great question. Um, and he reiterates that they're going to win. Uh, Damage Control took on Bianca Belair and friends. I literally was like, when, when I saw that it was Bianca and it was two random spaces, I first of all forgot that there were the Women's Tag Team Championships, which again, a damning diamond of the Women's Tag Team belt. Mm. But I was like, oh, what if it is Asuka? And, and Alexa and Bliss. Alexa, they're back now. And I was like, I can't take that. And there was even a part of me that was, this is me being in a good mood. It was a part of me that was like, well, I guess it would be like a full circle moment for damage control who are falling apart. No, 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 I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I, I assumed it would be the, the, the women's tag champions because I thought it was, it, don't, it won't be Asuka and Alexa. Yeah. Um, and then it was, and we, ha we now have a joint entrance for the LWO. My next goal is a joint entrance for Liv and Raquel. Um, I particularly liked a bit of Kevin Patrick commentary here because when it was revealed that Bianca Belair had picked Liv and Raquel to be her tag partners, he went, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks, KP. What insight. He's awful. Not good. Uh, speaking of people liking things, big MGM here. Thirsty Dan equals best Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. This was a fun match. I with good say, action. Uh, while I'm, I'm ragging on the, the tag belts and the throwing together tag teams and Liv and Raquel not having a joint entrance, I really like the logic of their uh, double teams. They're very much designed to make the uh, the moves harder and hit harder. It's like, I'm gonna I'm the smaller one. I'm the strong one with a back. I'm going to throw you at these people. You're And it's going to make it even, you know, I'm going to jump off you because you're bigger than me. I like that. I think they're working really well together. I'm enjoying this tag team. What could work? Yeah, I mean, they are a tag team that are just holding on to those belts until Ronda is back. Sure, but, but at least they're doing something. But yeah. at least they are doing something. Yeah, I and, I, and, I, and I don't mind. And this was fun action. And Belair pinned Bailey, so she pinned Dakota Kai last week. Pinned Bailey here. Exactly the correct ending for this match. A little bit of simple and effective booking to get to the EO Sky match. I don't think that they made enough of a big deal out of the EO and Belair thing. Much like last week, this yeah. was more about just like Belair gets another win on TV. I um. But they have got next week. I thought that perhaps, uh, the, uh, so I wrote it was a, the correct, exactly the correct ending for this. And then I thought about what other endings it could have been. I thought perhaps maybe EO could have pinned Liv or something like that. But then you pin a champion and I don't always love it when that happens. So uh, for, for EO to have wanted the match and to have looked good doing it and to generally have, have she took a, quite a bump at one point, but um, it, she looked good in, in the match. And then Bailey, who had, who had inserted damage, the rest of damage control into the match, took the loss. Good. Continues yeah. the story. Well done. I think my only uh, criticism I have, and particularly why I felt like it wasn't a particularly good build, is that Eo and Belair had one interaction and Belair just dominated her mm -hmm. and made her feel like that she is not the one who is challenging her for a title. That's fair. Uh, Austin Theory came out for a promo, oddly in his gear, um, and noted that he should be the one uh, to be the world heavyweight champion because he's earned it. And then I thought, well, that's actually true. Because I was looking up the rest of this card, and I'm like, well, the her business didn't win at uh, WrestleMania. The Bloodline didn't win at WrestleMania. The LWO can't buy a win. Cody lost at WrestleMania, and Finn Balor lost at WrestleMania. I was like, Austin Theory is the only person who did win at WrestleMania. Maybe he should be the world champion. Until a certain drippy boy came out later on. Uh, and That's your first program. Absolutely. Uh, out comes Bobby Lashley, who... It's like, look, I know you're tough. I've been in the ring with you. I just said, why don't you ever want to defend your belt? I was like, you defended it last week. Oh, my God. And he said that Bobby requested the, the triple threat that's happening at Backlash. And 
Austin Theory made a joke about the fact that Bobby didn't have a match at WrestleMania. And then they got into a brawl. Uh, Bronson Reed showed up and Bronson and Theory worked together to beat up Bobby. And then Bronson Reed also beat up Austin Theory to stand tall. Three quick things on this. First of all, um, when I saw that promo graphic, I was like, man, Austin Theory is third wheeling so hard in this match. It's not even funny. Uh, the second thing was what Bobby said something where he was like, you weren't defending this. And he literally looked off into the middle distance and went, I would. And I was like, oh, get lost, you sanctimonious. And then, um, so it was a white knighting the US title, is what I wrote down. <laughs> and then Bronson, I really wanted Bronson to, I liked that they teamed up to take out Lashley and then I like Bronson was like bashing him. I just want Bronson to bash people. Yep. I like Bronson bashing people. A little bit of KP commentary here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Please. <laughs> Uh, so Corey Graves said something about title. Do you want me to do the voice? No, I don't, don't do the voice. Um, and KP went, did you say title or tidal? Because he's a natural <laughs> disaster. And I'd like to never make a pun again. Ever. Because that was one of the worst things oh, I've ever heard. Heaven. You are, by all accounts, so nice. It's not working. He's got. A, he just looks like such a small child. I I'd wanted. I wanted to look after my mum. You know? Yeah, he looks yeah, like he a does. nice guy. I bet you he's got really nice school photographs. <laughs> I bet you that he made a point of being nice to all the kids that got bullied, even though he was on the rugby team. Yeah, oh, but yeah. I don't think he should be doing raw. And I don't think he'd have been on the rugby team either. He's got. He's got the rugby nose. Yeah. I know. I know what I mean. <laughs> So here is the segment I was referring to earlier in terms of awful staging. Because here's what happened. Boogs and Elias were having a chat about the draft. Boogs said, and apparently this was what happened earlier in the day, he started talking about the World Championship, which kind of happened because Triple H announced it on this show. And they, he also doesn't understand the draft. So in walks Chad Gable, who explains the draft. Like the, like a, 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 test, a tutorial of a video game. Who then... It was then next to, well, actually, in next to him walks Maxine and Otis, who also talk about the draft. And then in walks next to them, Mustafa Ali, who says they should all be positive, and it set up a match between Ali and Gable. What are you talking about? You know when we're in the office and two of us are talking and then someone else arrives and then someone else arrives and then someone else. How it always and, and we stand in a row. Yeah, yeah we're always yeah. standing in a row. Yeah. I just said that this was been staged by a high school TV production team who've never seen an hour of TV in their lives. <laughs> it was very devised drama. Uh, Chad Gable then took on Mustafa Ali. And I got excited and then they gave it to us in one segment. Yep, and Ali won. Furious? Yep. I was cross. Uh, Sammy was backstage and Jimmy Uso walked up to him and saying that Sammy's trying to play mind games with Jay. Uh, and in fact, it's actually Kevin Owens that's using Sammy Zayn. So don't worry about my brother. You should be worrying about yours. And I was like, oh, this is all the WrestleMania build again. Oh, I'm so, so tired of this feud. And I shouldn't be tired of this feud because this feud should be great. Mm. And this feud could be great if you told a new story. Like an, ev- an evolution of the story. You could have the same characters if you yeah. want. You could still do Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos, but tell a new chapter of that story as opposed to the same chapter we did before Mania. I'm going to give you my, I'll give you my take now, which is that I, I, excuse me, I appreciated that on a meta level, we've all sat there and gone, well, okay, they might be winning the belts because KO and Sammy won't be at Saudi. But now I don't know that I fully agree with that now that we have the new belt and we have all these other things. And I wonder whether it's given me just enough uh, doubt that I'm interested to see. I think, you know, I think there could be a retention here. The other thing is um, it's a little bit like 
when you are uh, reading a book and it's quite you're quite tired and you realize you've read the same <laughs> line three times or it's that you're you're reading it on the train yeah and then you finish a page and you're like actually i didn't take any yeah, that page I, I, I was thinking I, about something I, else i need to reread that i'll page. go back and read that I, I, I need to do it again it's or you, you you pick up a book and you haven't looked at it for two months and oh. you're like oh, i'm halfway through a chapter or i'll just go back a couple of pages just to remind myself of where i was i don't know where i was in in game of thrones so i'll go back to the middle of season I think I saw I saw this. We're, yeah. we're getting that from this. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, Finn Balor took on Cody Rhodes. Yummy. Another very good match. Uh, Cody run. Uh, Cody run. Cody won with the crossroads. And I like that um, they they seem to know each other's move set, so they were ready to take each other on and do some counters. I liked that um, they they sold the ribs. It's that level of detail that I'm always after, where it's like uh, Cody couldn't quite hit certain moves well enough because he was not feeling it so he had to pull it all out of the bag he had a little pedigree in there turning a pedigree into a mid-match move that doesn't get the job done um i'm sure triple h is furious about that i know <laughs> i was reacting like a proper fan because when cody hit uh uh the cody cutter i popped i was like go on like and then finn uh climbing up with the coup de gras and i was like move move i was really i was really into it so it did the job good match this yeah. i very much enjoyed it um we then had another recap of bad bunny um, and then Seth Rollins came out for his promo. Drip, as ever, immaculate. And he wanted to talk about a moss, but something bigger has caught his eye because he was watching the Cody Rhodes segment earlier in the night. Did you catch my drift? Um, and he's like, catch a drift, yeah. It's about his big dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted you to say it. So um, that it wasn't only me. Um, but he was actually talking about the the new world heavyweight championship, and the crowd chanted, "You deserve." They did unprompted, unprompted. Yeah. And he said, "You know what? Roman Reigns has beaten everyone, but he didn't beat me, which is true. Mm -hmm. It is one of the worst finishes because the referee literally put Roman's hand on the rope. Right. Oh." Go back and watch that finish. I'm going to have to. It did. I don't it's remember dead. that. So it's, it's they're doing the one arm, the, the hand things, and Roman's out, but the referee picks Roman's hand up and he drops it on the ropes. Awful. I'm going to have to it's watch that back later on. Genuinely terrible. Um, but he says, you know, this is going to, this title is going to be about, uh, it's going to be more than politics and part-timers, and I am going to be the new champion at Night of Champions. And no one works harder to get things over than Seth Rollins. Case in point, out comes Amos. Yeah. Um, Corey, and when this match announced, like Pete tweeted a gif that was just the the guy who going okay, and I've never seen a more appropriate gif in my life. Yeah. Nailed it. That's exactly what it was. But then, so Corey talking about bad commentary here says, I mean, it would be hard to bet against a moss, and I'm like, I would. He never wins. Never wins. <laughs> Never wins. Uh, but MVP cuts the exact same promo you've heard about a moss that you've ever heard before. But then Seth Rollins. Bless his cotton socks, does his darndest to make this feel like not just a match that has been building for ages, but a match that actually should mean something. Yeah. And I think in Seth Rollins' mind, now that there is a new world title that he probably should win, I think he can just try and fire up and be like, look, maybe I'm going to make this match mean something now. This match has been announced out of nowhere for no reason whatsoever. The report is there were no creative plans behind this match other than just announcing it on the card. And Seth's going to be like, no, I'm going to make this match mean something. Yeah, I'm going to show you why I, yes, indeed, do deserve it. And yeah. I really enjoyed the segment. And I wrote, I must be in a good mood. Uh, Rey Mysterio was working out backstage and we cut to Matt Riddle and Kevin Owens doing some comedy that Kevin Owens did not find funny. He did not. Sammy walks in and 
reveals that he's been talking to the Usos. And Owens cannot believe that they're still doing this, you and me both. Uh, and he walks away disappointed. But Riddle says, look, I get it. RK bro, everyone kept telling me that you Randy gonna... is going to turn on me. Randy's going to hit an RK on me, but he didn't because he's my best friend. And that's going to be the same for you guys here. Mm. I think they have done so much to highlight and say to you, Kevin is going to turn on Sami Zayn that I think they're going to retain this week. I, I, this is where I, I decided they were too, because um, I will say for all of the saying, seeing it over and over again, I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine a couple of days ago where we were talking about how sometimes you know people are bad for you and, and you see your friends in a toxic relationship and it's really hard when they keep going back because you love them unconditionally, but it's just like, why do you keep making this choice? And you kind of can't say that. It's a very complicated thing. So I do understand Kevin Owens' frustration in that moment. I think that's a very natural and real thing. And I appreciated that. Um, and then, yeah, I think I think I I don't see Usos winning. I think this this setup, Usos not winning. And then we have a furtherance of, we have the draft. We have the furtherance of the Roman and uh, Jay and uh, Jimmy story on their brand. Ideally, I'd put Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn somewhere else. Yeah. And I, then yeah. also just to say, Riddle's new gimmick of being exhausting, but then actually having a point is quite nice. Is I nice. must have been in a good mood today. I actually thought this was a very good backstage segment in terms of uh, just trying to build something for a match that's yeah. coming this Friday. I thought it was very effective. And I think we will get a tease of a turn, but it won't happen. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty confident in Sammy and KO retaining. Yeah. And our main event was Rey Mysterio taking on Damian Priest. Yeah. Uh, Bad Bunny, who was advertised for the show, waited until there were only 10 minutes left of it to show up for work. And I do I do like a limousine arriving. And who's inside it? Oh, it's The Rock. Like, I, I always liked those when I was little. Um, This was pushing it. But I also... <laughs> It made it feel like a, he was he, he he did Coachella. He's been busy, right? But he still made time to get there. It mattered, so he's showing up. Uh, Priest worked over Ray, and then as Ray was making his comeback, Priest just threw a chair at him for the DQ, which was hilarious and brutal, and I loved it. And a terrible finish. <laughs> uh, and then he just hit South of Heaven. So why didn't you just pin him? Because it was hilarious and brutal, and I loved it. Like just 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 have him win. Just bash him. Like why why are we protecting Ray here? He's fine. He's fine. He can take these losses. Especially now that we know it's not going to be a tag match. Yeah. Just, that's why I thought. I was like, oh, it's because it's going to be a tag match. No, it's a, it's going to be a one-on-one -on -one match. Why didn't, why didn't Priest just win? Anyway, that's, Vince is in charge. Yeah. That's fine. Um, and Bad Bunny came out, cosplaying as Brock Lesnar, and started attacking Priest with a kendo stick. Cosplaying as Brock Lesnar, cosplaying as Trish Jatis. Yeah. Yeah. And then he uh, attacked Priest with a kendo stick like he was cosplaying as Soraya. And... <laughs> <laughs> said I'm not the host of Backlash anymore and I was like oh but all those match graphics that you're on <laughs> yeah, I thought you were in all of the matches he's actually going to wrestle and he challenges Priest to a singles match yeah. a street fight yeah. at Backlash and great can I say this I am so high on Bad Bunny for this because I closed that like I had read it and I, I it's it, not for nothing a street fight it takes balls right mm -hmm. For, for a normal wrestler, especially if you want to sell it, you want to sell the violence, people expect a certain degree of violence from a street fight. You come out with a kendo stick, a chair's been involved in this match, we're expecting that. Yeah. Logan Paul is an example of a celebrity who comes in. Um, he's he's also got his boxing thing going on. He can take an injury and it actually is, is part of his aura, it's part of who he is. 
Bad Bunny has a whole other career. Like I said, he just did Coachella. Like he's he's got a huge career. He's Grammy multi-time platinum recording artist, Grammy award winning. He's got a lot of stuff going on. So for him, some some of those things actually mean something. Some of them do. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that mean something, for him to dedicate this time and effort and energy, and to quite any time anyone steps into the ring, there's a risk of injury. How, I hope you're doing well, Shane. I really do. Like it could be. Anything from a, a move going wrong to jumping in the air and you get yourself an injury. I hope you're doing well, Shane. So the the level of commitment to to the company, to the, the product, to pro wrestling and to the fans to go in and do a singles match and do a street fight, I really respect it and I really like it and I'm looking forward to the match. Thanks a lot, Bad Bunny. You're a good one. Again, a big thumbs up from me as well. Yeah. Uh, I thought Bad Bunny was really great in this segment. He was very effective in this segment as well. Mm. And actually, like, yeah. got me really the hyped promo up. Pretty, it was pretty a pretty, pretty sick promo. Talking like, about I'm, my home in Puerto Rico. Exactly. And they haven't had a show there for a while. And there's going to be a rad match yeah. as well. And I think there's a lot of. Be I know I was convinced it was going to be a tag match. Yeah, I thought so too. Because Don because was because Don was involved in the angle, and yeah. as was Rey Mysterio, and, and when you know three weeks ago, a tag match when you are not when you're a non wrestler, a tag match protects you because you could just do a quick spot. You can snooky it. You, all you got to do is just do a few Canadian destroyers. Exactly, and you're fine. Singles match, street fight, you're out there on your own. So let's see. Then there are bells and whistles to hide with it, it being a street yeah, fight and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I think oh. it's going to be a pretty banging match, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, overall, I gave this show three out of five. I Because I thought, that, I, I, I think the world title thing was a bit of a fumbled uh, execution. While I do think it is the right thing, I think it was a bit of a fumbled execution. But the wrestling up and down the card I thought was really, really solid. It was the 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 matches themselves were great. I actually, for me, I would say it was th between a three and a half and a four. I really enjoyed the show. Mm. I had such a good time, and that's why I was so shocked when I opened Twitter and everyone was furious. I was like, oh. When I opened up Twitter, I was like, well, oh, that's the the reaction I was expecting. Yeah, I don't know. You know the, the the Arrested Development gif where he opens up yes. the bag. It's like. Don't know what I thought was going to happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, my my gift was the community gift of Donald Glover walking in with pizzas and the whole thing is burning. That was yeah. me walking into the office. No, I was very much like, nope, this was the exact reaction I was expecting. Thank you very much for watching the show, but also thank you if you're one of our Patreon pledge hammers over at patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk. Uh, head on over there for great perks and bonuses, including tomorrow. It will be the three hour review that Oliver Davis and myself did of WrestleMania 2000. Mm -hmm. We have done so many like shows from 2000 now in the archives. There's Rumble, No Way Out, two, uh, No Way Out, WrestleMania, Judgment Day, Backlash, SummerSlam, Armageddon. I think those are the seven that we've done of the of the 12. But it also means in the archives, there are reviews of WrestleMania 2000, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Goodness gracious. And then there's other ones we've done 20. I think we've done, we've done 25. We have done 30. We have done a few others. I can't think of the top of my head now, but we've got, there's like- The archives are brimming. The archive is massively full because it's like five years worth of, monthly shows yeah. that, that ollie davis and i have done reviewing podcast and they are all like three hours each mm. because they are deep dives into the shows as well so go and check that out um uh, enjoy over at patreon.com forward slash rest talk and if you are one of our 25 dollar and above pledge you get your name read out on this podcast yeah, much like this fine folk jordan mother mother effing hawksworth and i'm the bad one oops I, I think that slightly slipped out there. I think it did a little bit. Uh, title of your sex tape. And 
We also want to shout out our moderators, Andy, CJ, John, Les, Paul, and Rob. But we want to give a special shout out to Chris. Everyone, obviously, give our moderators their flowers in the chat. Yeah. But can we give a special shout out to um, to Chris? Because this is Chris's last stream with us today as one of the moderators. It's the last time he's going to be running the Ultra Chat document. So thank you so much, uh, Chris, for all of your incredible hard work that you've done on this channel. We, the, these shows cannot run without our moderators. So please uh, give uh, them their flowers in the chat, please. Thank you so much. Let's uh, get into the rest of your Ultra Chats. Please do click the link in the description. Below. While, you're, while you're getting open, we have the poll results on the belt. Do we uh, Yeah, so the new world title. I cannot believe this. Uh, this And this is a quite a hefty number of people voted in this poll. Bad, 29%. Good, 70%. That's good. So I think what you're saying is... And if, <laughs> let me, Dan is always right. No, no, no. Hold on. No, that is what it's supposed to say. Dan, if I may, Daniel, Daniel J. Layton, if I may, I said that this was good as a good idea on paper, which was the question that we asked. We didn't say, was the segment good? Run a new poll! Was the execution of this good? Because I think if you go by those ultra chats, people are more on my side. Um, Jake WTW. So what you're saying is the poll was the popular vote, and then the, the ultra chats is the electoral college. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying like, it was stolen from me. <laughs> okay, great. Gotcha. <laughs> um, if you want to join the conversation, restalk.com forward slash support. And if you're in the mood to click links, tickets are available for our live show at Night of Champions, where we will be crowning a new world heavyweight champion. So come along and join us at the Long Arm Pub and Brewery in Shoreditch on May 27th for a live Quizzlemania and a screening and watch-along party for Saudi's, or well, the Saudi Arabia show, which means it's during the day Way. on a Saturday, which means we could all just drink during the day. And then go home and, and get got, to bed at a reasonable hour. And we've got the pub till it closes, so like, just stick around afterwards. We're just going to stay in the pub. Let's make history together. Oh, I like that. You know? Uh, Jake WTW says, clarifying my earlier chat, it sounded like the new belt was for both reasons, an exclusive title and Roman doesn't defend. If that were the case, you still have Roman not defending. I, for one, think the Roman not defending is okay. Makes the belt feel more desired. Not now that there's a second title, but that's just me. Uh, please do let our moderators know this missing username here said, put the title on Rollins, Style or Orton for legitimacy. But Styles. On, put it on Finn, Nakamura or Walter to give them a world title run they deserve or are overdue for. I don't want Walter getting a world title until he loses the IC belt. I also would rather, and this is just, this is, I'm just speaking for me here. I don't want to just give it to Finn because, oh, you deserve a world title run. No, you need to earn it. You need to, like... If you're you, going to build the legitimacy of this belt, it needs to be earned. Yeah, you need to feel like you're actually in a world title program and winning a world title as opposed to, oh, well, thank you for your service. Yeah. Here's a world title. Okay, exactly. Damien Harris... That's why I hate the you deserve it chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Damien Harris says, I'll say this. The new belt is a representation of what WWE is becoming. Good and bad and indifferent. Uh, instead of it all being about the game, it's all about compromise and how you make it. <laughs> 
Omar Jose says, Dead it will happen, but I'd really like the, f- new, uh, the first new World Heavyweight Champion to be a returning from injury Big E. I'd also like Seth versus Gargano, but I doubt that will happen, but a man can dream. Take care, lads. Rob Steadley has been a member for 10 months in a row. He says, I'm glad they just didn't give the title to someone, like when Rock was um, Undisputed Champion and Triple H was just handed the World Heavyweight title. Who should win the new title and how? Love you. I think it should be Seth, and I think it should culminate in a uh, the end of a tournament, and the finalists are Seth and Cody. I, if you want to give Cody more adversity, have him drafted to the show that this belt isn't on. And then, yeah, have him win it at SummerSlam uh, from Roman if you want to. I don't know. There's a lot you can do. Don't let me fantasy book. I will get carried away. Pina Merlin says, new belt in three words. Balloon. Oh, wait. Gold. <laughs> uh, I love gold. Yep, I love gold. <laughs> On another note, so great to catch a live show since getting gainful employment. I'm so busy. Lovely to see you lovely boys in the greatest chat in the world. Luke, you're the best. Dan, you're the thirstiest. I 100% am, and I can't even... I'm a, I'm a corporate thirst trap. Uh, please do let our moderators know uh, what this missing username is saying. Every company puts their logo on a belt. Part of the purpose of the title is because people can see it from across a room or a picture and immediately know what the company you represent. It could be worse. They could put a TV channel's logo on a belt. Just saying. Absolutely. Uh, the Buster Groove says, Hey again, guys, I know that Kofi might not be the best example, but I I made in the previous ultra chat under the shower while uh, uh, under the shower while shaving lull. Uh, sure, Kofi's reign <laughs> wasn't good, but him winning was great. Without two titles, he might not have had that moment. But again, uh, the Buster Groove, I might add, the moment means nothing if the title run itself meant nothing either. I'm sorry, the emperor of multitasking right here with the shaving while also ultra chatting and showering. Fair yeah. play. And watching us. Uh, Unknown has been a member for... 20 months in a row says if they're going to crown a new world champion then I would uh, want it to be Cena to get the win and get that 17th title and retire with a high it's wishful you can't have the first person retire no Um, I got so much flack for the three count video where I said that well I mean I wasn't the only one Ollie agreed the spinner belt is the worst belt design in history it was really interesting I mean I don't think it's the worst belt design in history I actually have a weird fondness for it now because it's an era of its era um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It was an odd, odd, I think it really shows what, what era you were. Cause I don't have a fondness for the winged Eagle. I have a fondness for the, the big Eagle and Same I think, exactly. and I don't have any particularly strong feelings about the world heavyweight championship, the WCW belt, the big gold belt. Cause it, I, I wasn't watching WCW. And when I, and when I was watching it, when it was in WWE, it was more often than not the secondary belt. Yeah. I, I think it's a beautiful belt, but I don't have a fondness for its legacy in the same way that I think some people do. So it's, it's like, I've made this point multiple times over, but it is, you know, I think it is a good encapsulation of this. It's, you, you were kids. It's, it's the yeah. belt that you had when you were a kid. Yeah. It's the same way that there are people now who are teenagers, adults, in fact, who their Star Wars was the prequel trilogy. So they're very passionate about the prequel trilogy. Did you see this tweet the other day? You you quoted it, which someone was saying like, what was it like seeing this at the cinema? And I was like, honestly boring. Like, (laughs) it was so bad. Well, there were so many people saying it was wonderful. Well, I mean, my story of that is that I saw it on opening weekend. I was 13 years old when uh, episode one came out and I left that cinema telling myself it was a good movie because I could not fathom the idea that a Star Wars film could be bad. Mm. Because it just didn't seem possible. Mm. I'd been so excited when I went to go see the originals after they got re-released in 97. And I was like, oh, this is, these are the best movies ever. So when a new one came out, I was like, well, of course it's good. It, it can't be bad. It's Star Wars. Star Wars <laughs> isn't a bad thing. And then I went to go and see it like a, a further seven times in, in the pictures. 
in fairness, one of those was because I'd, I'd heard tell through the early days of the internet message boards that uh, during one of the Senate scenes, there are ETs and uh, Wookiees. Right. So I went back just to go and see that one scene. Um, and, you know, that's, that's the way that the that's the way that films were in those pre-YouTube days. <laughs> and it was only after a while I was like, oh, no, I think this is just a not a good movie. But, but it, was still... my, it was my genuinely my first crushing mm. disappointment. You still had a poster of it on your wall, along with a poster of Callista Flockhart, which I thought was quite <laughs> curious. I, um, well, I was a big animal. No disrespect bit. to Callista Flockhart. I just didn't expect... Well, it's just if we think about what I do think about you when you're a teenager with your long hair and your offspring t-shirt, it's... I never had an offspring t-shirt. You know what I mean. <laughs> One of those bands with guitars instead of 808s and synths. I don't know. But... um I just don't know. I didn't of all the of all the women, Ali McBeal. Like you, you like a woman with a job. <laughs> you like, <laughs> Luke likes a girl boss. <laughs> well, okay. So I mean, the other thing you can't see in that photo is like it's actually a mini collage. <laughs> so while the, Calista, while Calista Flockhart is the biggest picture there, which I'd taken out of the Radio Times. Yeah. Uh, next to it is actually a cutout picture of Jerry Halliwell. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> and Daisy Donovan. Daisy Donovan, she was a, a TV host um, of, I can't remember actually what show she did, but I had a proper crush on uh, Daisy Donovan, who was a, um, so do you remember, remember Daisy Donovan? No, I'm young. <laughs> yeah. No disrespect to Daisy if she's watching. Yeah. So yeah, like that was Daisy Donovan. Okay. So, oh, the eleven o'clock show was the show that she was yeah, most famous for doing. So yeah, that Sorry, it was like it was like a little mini collage. But obviously, Callista is the most prominent one of theirs, the biggest image. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but obviously, that was the that was the start of what became then a very horny wall. Oh dear. Um, oh, the I've, horny I've, wall. The horny, the horny wall. corner. <laughs> should, we, should we carry on with the show? <laughs> um, my mother hated my room. <laughs> Um, this is an unknown username. Please do, uh, please do let our moderators know. It says, I think we need to have a Kevin Patrick drinking game. Calling a move as, oh man, is one sip. Complete silence that forces Corey to do play-by-play -play is two sips. Letting a segment just pass him by when JR would be calling the heel a no-good son of a bee, you need to empty your glass. Oh my God. Like, and when you think of it, like, oh, and I can't, you seem like a nice person, Kevin Patrick, but when I'm watching, I've been watching SummerSlam 2000, funnily enough, um, and that whole, era because i wanted to see lee to win the championship and, um but like thinking of, of a moment where like you see those clips going around on twitter or whatever of jr being like triple h you no good son of a why why tell me why and then you've got kevin patrick going <laughs> it couldn't be more of a contract in fact he's like well at least you know that happened i guess goodness gracious goodness, did you see that oh what can, the, can you what believe now? it what now oh well what's the next on the running order i yeah. guess anyway awful uh, Chris here says, uh, non-title related, but what do you think about the LWO's new music? Do you think Charvo's head exploded hearing it after his shoot on Ray using Eddie's legacy? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? We'll be doing a mock draft this year. Well, of course, Charvo oh! the bros. Oh, yeah, so I actually didn't see any of this Charvo Guerrero stuff. Weird, weird. I didn't see any Uncomfortable. of it until um, people were talking about it in the office, and then everyone was like, and now Charvo was playing the, oh no, it was all just a work, you guys. Yeah. So for the context of Chavo had basically said, thanks, Ray, but also don't really like you and don't keep using Eddie's name in vain kind of thing. And and then it just felt weird. The way he was wording it and saying it felt really weird. And um, then, yeah, Chavo basically just said, like, I worked you, bros. And it was like, to what end? To what end? Uh, this is Booker T and Corey Graves yeah. and their silly work as well. But I quite like Viva La Rasa. 
Um, yeah, I'm, we probably won't be doing a mock draft this year. I will be at home. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do that as like a, as I will crown our next uh, number one contender to the championship. Uh, Spencer here says, hey guys, me again. Money in the Bank of Royal Rumble feels so much more legitimate now. Interesting. I don't think they Unless you're being sarcastic. Do. I wonder if you are being so sarcastic because the so is in capital letters and there's quite a few O's there. Yeah. Unknown username here, please do let our moderators know, says, your boy baby here, and I was at Raw, and when Cody took off his suit, I yelled, this is what I paid to see. What I'm talking and about. And I got a chuckle out of my section. Also, a lot of Latinas there for Bad Bunny. Keep up the good work. And that's what you want from a celebrity involvement, is you're trying to get those. The, the comment earlier on, talked about the SoCal girlfriends being yeah. in wrestling. Get some in. Uh, another Unknown username, please do let our moderators know, said, I'm starting to like theory. People blamed him for Vince having a fetish for guys who look like him. They blamed him for Cena not wanting to bump and shoot burying him on the mic he's doing a good job getting over with the setbacks that are out of his control you know what I, I i do see your point i think i actually thought austin theory worked very well with the crowd i thought he responded to them quite well i i i think he has a lot of potential i think he's just been booked horrendously for over a year now certainly has hot tag okay um where are we going? Oh, are Kyle Jeffries. Kyle Jeffries. Great. I wasn't ready. Um, we're under some AW stuff. Prediction for AW. Sammy wins against Allen uh, with shenanigans. Sammy gets overconfident and challenges to tag match. MJF and Sammy versus Darby and Jungle Boy with a gimmick for the Fatal 4-Way at pay-per-view. Someone like Wardlow makes Sammy go around and take the pin. 4-Way match for the pay-per-view. I think adding Wardlow in there makes it messy. Uh, but having said that, I think they're in a messy situation oh, of how they're going to get to that Fatal 4-Way. Messy af. Messy af. Yeah, which is... Because it didn't feel like it was going to be when they when they started doing the pillar stuff. No, I mean, I'm gonna tell you this, Dan. It's not how I would have done it. That you, we could write several books of things that you could have <laughs> done differently. That you would have done differently. That made it sound like shade. I was actually. We'll move on. Uh, and Tenrusa says, Dan, going from corporate foley to dude thirsty love. Easy, Tiger. Uh, don't know what I'm actually excited for in WWE going forward. Most definitely excited for All In. And judging by the seat chart, they're going for the full stadium. Hope to see you there. I mean, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they got a, a hefty, hefty number of people in that stadium. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be a vibe, uh, and I hope I can go. Um, Duff's one hundred and one says, "Hey guys, are you still in touch with Nathan Barrett?" Uh, Barnett. Barnett. Excuse me. Uh, he recently called out WWE after winning his latest boxing match. Is there any chance of a collab with Russell Talk in the future? Hey, I'm not going to say if there's um, anything. I mean, so if, if never anyone, say never in this business. You never say never in this business. Uh, if those you know, we used to we did do a one shot thing with Keith Apicary, and it was one of the most disliked videos we've ever posted. Oh, wow. It went down like an absolute fart in a church, <laughs> uh, which we thought was very unfair because we thought it was hilarious. Um, and Callum Flynn says, Hey all, uh, Editron here, in case of name loss. Just ordered my tickets for the watch party. Thank you so much. And I'm super excited. I was there for Clash of the Castle. Yeah. And it was one of the best nights of the year. Wholly agree. Uh, can't wait to do it all again. See you there. Jam that jam. Jam that jam, my and friend. A, a shout out to the uh, the found Streamlabs names. Thank you so much for your ultra chats. Luke J and Paid Hits. Thanks for everyone who's chatted. There's been a lot today. We do have a few more as oh, well. Oh, hello. Um, Callum Flynn, I've done that one. Uh, N64 Life podcast said we've been fantasy booking Edge to win and then lose it at SummerSlam and a triple threat to Seth. Unfortunately, it's going to be Brock though, isn't it? Love to you both. Thanks, Cliff. Um, and an un uh, another un unclaimed username with Roman is sticking to one brand and not defending his belt often. Which mid card champ would you have on his show? For me, it has to be Walter as his IC title reign could fill the hole left by Roman while it's not there. Mid segment needed second belt. I agree. I actually think. Pretty much the belts should stay where they are. Well, the one of the reports 
last week, earlier this week, in fact, was that Judgment Day will go across to SmackDown because Rhea oh, yeah. is now the champion over there. And because they need another group over on Raw, Imperium, Imperium. would go to Raw. Austin Theory gets drafted to SmackDown. With a, with, okay, interesting. If um, Imperium end up on Raw, I will be so in for that. I mean, yeah. Oh, we have to talk about Imperium. There's a lot of Imperium matches. Yes, please. And then Mike Huey, regarding the TNT title, something I think gets glossed over too often is that TNT is another word for dynamite. It's, shif- it's shilling, yes, but it's clever shilling. And if you're going to shill, you might as well be smart about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that is uh, everything. Let's just uh, quickly end the poll because you're the. we need to get your thoughts on what you thought of this show. I thought it was a thumbs up for once. Uh, mid, 49%. Thumbs up, 37. Thumbs down, 13. So I think that's fair. That is leaning upwards, but that is more mid than we've had in a little it's while. here, yeah. So thank you all so much for watching. You've all been a wonderful audience. Uh, please do, if this is your first time here and you've made it this far, press the thumbs up button and the subscribe button as well please do check out worst match ever and we'll be back on thursday with our review of aew dynamite till then i've been the cohen dad this has been the professor dan layton please go and get your tickets to come and watch night of champions with us and get that jam Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.